I remember as a child reading the classic King Solomon's Mines. What impressed me more than the story was the picture on the cover of the book. It showed a cave filled with precious gems and glimmering gold. My memory of Solomon at that time was of a man who possessed tremendous wealth. Scripture tells us a great deal more about the man who was Israel's third king. We are told in Second Chronicles, the first chapter, that Solomon, the son of David, was a great king who earned God's favor. After offering burnt offerings, God appears to Solomon and says, I quote, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Notice, God placed absolutely no qualifications on Solomon's request. Solomon was being invited by the God of all creation to request whatever he desired. What did Solomon request of the Lord? Not power, long life, riches, nor favor among the nations. He asks the Lord for wisdom and knowledge. I quote, Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people. His request greatly pleased the Lord who responded, and I quote, Since this is your heart's desire, and you have not asked for wealth, riches, nor honor, I will also give you wealth, riches, and honor, such as no king who was before you ever had, and none after you will have. Solomon, although flawed in certain ways, recognized the absolute need for wisdom. In Psalms 111 and 10, we are told, and I quote, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It was Solomon's reverence of the Lord, his recognition of who God was, and his reliance upon him that leads to his request. God's most favorable reaction to Solomon's request should clearly indicate to us the importance our Lord places on wisdom. Why was God pleased with Solomon's request? Perhaps the answer can be found in understanding the difference between wisdom and intelligence. Intelligence is the ability to learn or understand. Wisdom is the application of that which one has learned. Taking it a step further, for those moving by the power of God's Spirit, it is the application of knowledge or intelligence under the influence of the Holy Spirit. James 1 and 22 sheds clarifying light on the need to be a person of action, and I quote, Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Simply understanding the truth and not applying it is in no way God-glorifying. It is only when we understand the truth and then apply it that we are moving in concert with God's word. Be encouraged, for our Lord is immutable. He is unchanging. His promise to Solomon is available to his children to this day. For in James 1 and 5 he states, and I quote, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. God bless and shalom.